Car, welcome to Pools on the Windows. Thank you. It's a movie podcast. We can consider this our one year anniversary, I think. I don't think we'll be Is recording it? before the 11th. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Pills podcast at gmail.com. Um, car. Is it really just pillows? Pillows podcast. Pillows podcast. Okay, okay, okay. At gmail.com. And we've gotten a lot of great submissions so far. Let me see. Here's one. Why is Carly's taste in film so admirable? That's a great question. Oh, that's I'm going to show you. Yeah. What's your answer? No, I think you should answer for me. Oh, it's because Carly kind of, you know, she doesn't really. <laughs> Carly's in her own lane, as they say, and she's not really interested in what the mainstream press is talking about. Ooh. Sure. She'll go on IndieWire.com every morning to check out the headlines. Sure. She goes on Film Mojo's YouTube channel to find out the top 13 biggest <laughs> plot holes in Marvel films. But <laughs> More like the mainstream mess. Ugh. You were like waiting for all of my bullcrap. Yeah, I wanted so you, you to stop. Throw yeah. it in there. Thanks, Car. I'm glad we're both caffeinated. Yeah, me too. Ugh. Car, let's talk about freaking training day, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Here's the car. You know what? What's up? Third acts are hard, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I had really high hopes for enjoying this in like the. Um, I feel like the ideal scenario is Sunday afternoon. You turn on cable and this comes on. Absolutely. Like that's sort of like the vibe I wanted. OK. I didn't really like this movie all that much. Okay. I thought it was kind of bad oh. overall. I, yeah. I liked it up until the last third. Yeah, I guess. So I I really liked the beginning energy of it. Like when yeah. he Denzel is just driving Ethan Hawke around mm-hmm. and then gets some to take. What is it? Angel dust or something? Um, sure. Like yeah. that was all fun. Yeah. And then like truly just about everything after that kind of dropped off for me. In what way, Car? I don't... I don't know. Beyond I just quality? expected it to be more like I knew like that Denzel was going to be evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I still wanted it to be like more of them just like not a buddy movie because, again, they kind of hate each other. But like yeah. I wanted it to be like, we got to shape you up, Ethan Hawke. And that's like totally not what this is. Hmm. It is, though, for like the first half. Yeah, I guess like maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just focusing on the last half, but yeah. it didn't. Maybe I just shouldn't have gone in with like any thought of what it was going to be, and this would have been fine. But it just totally diverted from my hopes and expectations. I thought it was going to be a football movie, but it wasn't. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was really confusing because at the beginning, uh, Ethan Hawke's uh, baby mama has a football on her shirt. And they're talking about football metaphors. And I was like, oh, this is a football movie. And then the football <laughs> never arrived, Car. Well, but you do find out that he played football in high school, which. Sure. We can't kid ourselves that Ethan Hawke would play football in high school. <laughs> you think he's got too much drama kid energy to be on the football He's got team? a lot of drama kid energy. And I just don't think he has the build for any of the positions. Yeah. Car, what is Ethan Hawke's acting style? Because I've seen like 12 Ethan Hawke movies at this point, and I still have no idea who he is or like why they keep putting him in movies. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm not saying yeah. 
he can't do the job, but I don't I don't know what character you're dreaming up where you're like, you know who we need for this role is Ethan Hawke. Honestly, it's such a good question. I don't think they're like you he's one of those actors where you never forget that he's Ethan Hawke, but he really is kind of a chameleon just in like the different types of roles that he plays and stuff like I look at this and I look at like the before trilogy and I look at the purge and they don't make sense. (laughs) I would argue that he's good in all of them, but in completely, completely different ways. Hmm. I think the most Ethan Hawke, and maybe this is just because it's, like, my favorite version, but, like, Ethan Hawke in, like, um, before midnight when he's, like, 40s or 50s or something chilled out and he's a writer. I feel like that's, like, the true Ethan Hawke and everything else is, like, fun. His whole life has been leading up to portraying himself in this movie as Ethan Hawke. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and, and, like, um, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. First Reformed. Like, he's, yeah. like, just a very serious, desperate sort of um, losing his grip on reality person. And that's fun, too. You really want me to watch that movie, and I'm going to keep I do. it's so doing good. it. <laughs> well, at some point, I can, you know, toss it in there. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I like how this, like, cool little way for us to watch movies has become this, like, power play <laughs> politics <laughs> game. Hmm. Speed Racer is um, always in my pocket car. <laughs> We should say Denzel is really fun in this. Like, I was trying to think, is Denzel the most uh, bemused actor? And the other (laughs) one I could think of is um, Bruce Willis. They both make that face all the time where it's like they're smirking with their eyes sort of thing. Yep, yep, yep. And that's like a really fun energy in movies, I think. I would need to be able to think of more of his roles because I feel like this is the only one I can think of. Mm. It just feels uh, foundational to his career. Yeah, I mean, like, there's like a, I feel like like, similar to the Ethan Hawke of like having a few different lanes. This is definitely one of the lanes. Sure. Where he's like kind of scary, very serious. Um and just like, I don't know, he's really fun to watch on screen. And like, maybe part of that is because he wears such cool clothes in this movie. He's wearing like crazy, doing the button down, but just the top button is buttoned and he's got all this jewelry and everything. That's really fun. He could be in like a Blade movie or this movie or something. Like, it's like, it's kind of got like a leatherish thing going on. Mm-hmm. He looks kind of like L.A. goth vampire man. But it's, yes. Yeah. But also he's just a cop sort of. Yeah. Ethan Hawke could play a vampire in any movie, I believe. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. Like, it could be Ethan Hawke's face on the front of Interview with a Vampire instead of... <laughs> yeah, as either Pitt character, Tom really. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think... Even forgetting that the second half drops off a lot, I think the first half just has a really awesome mood to it, and I think this movie is shot very well. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. yet another permutation of movie set in LA but I still think this mm-hmm. kind of stands out even amongst the 8 billion LA movies is looking really cool so there's a mood it fe- to like it. especially the beginning part feels way more like a city than a lot of the other yeah. LA movies we've seen yes. maybe not um set it off like set it off really felt like a city but sometimes they really go in on like the you know like the more residential aspect of it and yeah. this truly felt like you were like downtown the entire time yeah I like that a lot yeah, except for the rich guy's house, which was really, really cool. Yes. 
Yeah. And that's a good scene. Like, yeah. yeah, that entire, both sequences in that house are really fun. And then right after that is when I think the movie just bottoms out and sucks because it just loses any ambiguity in the story. And it's just like, yeah. it's not interesting to see one character go after the other in that way. I don't know. Like, it's so disappointing just because I think the, the tension and the relationship they have at the beginning is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. You don't really want to see them apart. Exactly. Yeah. You want, yeah. I want them in a car for two hours. Yes. Exa- that's what, exactly what I mean. Yeah. I just want a movie of them driving around Denzel sort of turning Ethan Dog into a bad cop, uh, yeah. but not like, Oh, it's a like murder gambling plot sort of thing. Right. Or like yeah. Ethan Hawke, stopped a attempted rape and then that has to like yeah. circle back around because yeah. he's the good guy i don't know yeah it just it becomes so clear cut and it's like okay fine yeah whatever i guess i do like the poker or gambling whatever it is poker blackjack yeah. scene that happens later that's also good it, yeah but it's just so ridiculous what's happening in that scene <laughs> and what happens afterwards and all the yeah. dialogue is insane so yeah i don't know yeah uh, I've seen better movies, but I still had a, an okay time with Training Day. Yeah, I think I did too overall. I just, yeah, this one is like in the pantheon of, I don't know, like top Denzel movies yeah. and top like this era. And I just had different expectations, I guess. That's fine, Car. That's fine. That's yeah, okay. What were your Ponyo expectations? Uh, high and boy, did it exceed them. Have you... <laughs> <laughs> had you seen Ponyo before? Yeah, a couple times, okay. I think. Okay. Um, but not, I don't know, maybe not in like five to eight years or something. Okay, not in the context of having seen all the previous Ghibli movies right <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Car, I was very pleased to see you give it five stars on the old wow. letterbox. Because I love Ponyo and I still do after yeah. having seen it again. It's just kind of the best. Like, it's <laughs> so nice. It like, it, I don't know. We've watched so many of these movies. I haven't finished a couple of them. You've finished all of them, I believe. Sure. Some of them are so bad, and it's so not fun, and I hate doing it sometimes. But, like, between this <laughs> and rewatching Spirited Away and Watch Macaulay. Um, Mononoke? You know. No, no, no. Come on, the Howl's moving girl castle. who's young and then old. Oh, Porco Rosso. No, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind? No. Castle you know in the Sky. No. My neighbors, the Yamadas? No. Hmm. Anyways, like, basically, there's such high highs here, uh, Ponyo being one of them, that it's so gratifying to go through the whole process. I agree. Do you think it's healthy to consume media in this fashion, Car? Um, if we were doing it more rapid fire, I would say no, okay. but we're pacing it out quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, do you, does someone need to watch bad movies? Okay. So this is like, yeah, this is something I think about a lot. Okay. Like, what's the point? Right. Um, and I think there are moments like, say, the whatever it was called, the awful one we just watched, Tale from Earthsea, where it's like, no, I don't need to do this because... <laughs> I tried it a little bit. It sucks so much. Okay. Done. Well, counter- However. Okay, sure. Okay. 
you can't trust consensus when mm-hmm. you're trying to find movies you like. Mm-hmm. So you just have to try things and have them be fun. And you don't need every single movie to be everything you like about movies. Yeah. So, for example, when we're watching the Saw movies and they're objectively <laughs> bad, but we're still having fun, that's fine. Would you feel different about Tales from Earthsea if it wasn't that director? If it was Miyazaki Sr. instead? Oh, gosh. Because um, then it would be so part I wouldn't of a, feel I I mm, I'm trying to think if I would have finished it. Hmm. Probably not because it was so bad. Yeah. Um, but I would like it would be interesting yeah. and confusing if it was Miyazaki. Sure. I don't I don't think it would make anything else make more sense. Oh yeah. I don't know what the value is in this type of thing, to be honest, Carpet. <laughs> I'm happy to do it, and I do it in my own personal life outside of content mm-hmm. creation, but I don't know why or what. what is the evolutionary benefit of us needing to, like, watch every Oh, there's movie. none of that. Yeah, but I think it is, like, a, like the idea... Like, Saw was interesting, I think, yeah. because you're seeing a bunch of different creators pick up the same property and... yeah. Like, change it, maintains so much of the, like, integrity of it. This one is, like, the select few directors working under one of the most famous studios out there. Sure. And some of them are repeats and blah, 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 blah. So, like, yeah, I think it's also valuable in that way. Not to the world, but to me. I get you. It's fun that it's spread out over three decades or whatever, so you can kind of see the, the progression of all that stuff. Yeah. Um. To circle it back around, I think Ponyo is Miyazaki's best movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the end. Okay. I knew you were going to come in with this take. Yeah. I don't think, like, I don't know if there's so much benefit of, like, okay, sure. hashing out okay, fine. whether <laughs> Spirited Away or Ponyo is uh, the number one. Oh. I think, like, they're very different from each other. We're just going to um, let Princess Mononoke just sit there like we're not even going to yeah. acknowledge it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's... No. It's good. <laughs> no, it doesn't get to go in the room with Ponyo. It has to wait outside. <laughs> okay, cool. That's right. I think uh, Ponyo is definitely his best movie meant for kids. Or, like, his best kids movie. See, I... <clears throat> I really feel like most of my criticism is criticism and criticism, but I see so much talk about how this movie is, like... Uh, my neighbor Totoro esque like the joy of childhood, and I completely disagree with that take. I think this is a parent's view of childhood, whereas my neighbor Totoro was trying to be childhood as seen through the eyes of a child. I think that's true, but I think I don't know that kids actually want. I don't know. I don't know children, but like yeah. I feel like kids would rather watch Ponyo than my neighbor Totoro. Like Ponyo has so much adventure. They're super similar movies. These really? Movies. Yeah, where like the second half is like this kind of like journey that they inadvertently go on, sort of. Okay. Um, and the first half is kind of like experiencing mystical things happening and thinking it's fun, and you made a new friend with the spirit or yeah. fish lady. <laughs> uh, I I just I picked up so much more on that thread this time where mm. and it's so obvious it like smacks you in the face because the Liam Neeson guy is literally 
trying to keep her from growing up and saying revert yeah. over and over. And it's like, okay, I get it. This is one <laughs> view of parenthood. And you don't want yeah. your kids to grow up. And then you have kind of the Tina Fey character as the other side of that coin where she's like yeah. nurturing her children and like saying that this is weird, but this is fine. And we'll deal with this stuff as it happens. It's like, yeah, this is good storytelling. And it hit a lot harder for me than my neighbor Totoro just because I, I, I guess I know what it's like to be a kid, so I don't need to be reminded necessarily. But yeah. yeah, I think like there's a couple really beautiful like emotional moments in this. Like another one I think of is the two moms in the bubble talking to each other. Yeah, like that's, that's so awesome. lovely and nice. Yeah. And it's cool to put that in the context of the rest of the movie. And like so many of the interactions with the seniors are yeah, so are awesome. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, seeing them all run around and everything. It, like, yeah, there's so many good feelings in this. I also truly, truly think that Ponyo is the cutest character <laughs> ever created. Like, I don't... Nothing else comes close. Ponyo okay. is the cutest. In every form. In her little fish form. In the frog. In her chicken form. Chicken. And in her girl form. Okay. Okay. Very true. I think the little boy is also very cute. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think when he and his dad are talking with the signal lights, I think that's one of the cutest oh. Ghibli scenes ever created. Yeah. And like, I love the, I mean, I don't know how else he would do it, but it does feel very cool. Like having the subtitles there. That's very yeah, sweet that's awesome. and fun. Yeah. I just, I, I think this movie benefits hugely from being set in what feels like a modern and like re semi-realistic setting. Hmm. I guess yeah, that's interesting. Like, it doesn't feel super realistic to me. It feels yeah. like it's all a fairy tale. But they like go home and the lights aren't working and stuff, you know? Yeah, like, that's true. It, yeah, yeah. Like, Spirited Away, I guess, is in that same bucket, but you don't experience any of that because that's only the very first little chunk. They're in an yeah. Audi or whatever. But um, it just feels so much more grounded in like what I can understand than what they usually do. That's true. And, and yeah, and there are threads of it throughout the entire movie. Like when yeah. she's trying to cross the, uh, not bridge, the opposite of a bridge. Like she, essentially she's yeah, trying to cross little... a road and there's like the worker or like, I don't know who they are. Public safety people trying <laughs> right. to ward her off. Like, yeah, there's always remnants of the real world throughout it. Love it. Yeah, it's good. Love it, love it. And I like the, uh, like, I think that, you can see that payoff and say like the they kind of repeat some imagery, I think, from Porco Rosso where they're out at sea and they see all the ships and they're like, mm -hmm. that's not a mountain. Those are ships. And I think that just is a cooler visual to me because it's not taking place in this like steampunk. Everyone owns an airplane world and it feels more yeah. grounded. And that kind of goes through the whole movie, that feeling. Where yeah. It's like I, I, I love this movie. Yeah, it's so good. I also think, like, is it the best looking one? It looks amazing. Yeah. It feels less tainted by, like, bad CGI than some of the other movies of this era. Like, It also movie. just, like, feels like such a different style than a lot mm -hmm. of the other Miyazaki's. Like, the... I love... Like the boldness of the colors and stuff. Yeah. Like everything is always just sort of one color, except for the backgrounds, which look like beautifully hand painted or something. Yes. Like it, it's just so. 
It reminds, me, it reminds me of that one uh, children's book we read that was like blue. It's like the rat a tat tat. It's like the blue, mm-hmm. red, and green mm-hmm. colors. Mm-hmm. Like very mm-hmm. just like bold, primary, mm-hmm. just fun colors throughout. And then like, yeah, the fish look amazing. Yep. All of that is wonderful. Yep. Like I love yeah. everything where he's in his little laboratory and then all the crabs start coming in through yeah. the window. That's all just like amazing looking because, you know, somebody had to draw all that crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's something where, like, this is, or maybe to date, I don't know if it's still true, it was, like, the most, I don't know the right lingo, the but it was, like, cuterist. the most, like, frames drawn or something uh, of any movie ever. Whoa. Yeah, which is crazy. It paid off because Ponyo looks very good. Yeah, it does. I like their little putt-putt boat. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> and when Ponyo gets so tired, it's so cute. Oh my god, Ponyo. Uh, one yeah. could make the criticism that this movie doesn't really have an ending or like uh, a good wrap up, I guess. Like there's no, or it's so rushed. It's just like, here's the end and everything's fine. Yeah, you have to so believe in this world being good in order for it to feel okay like part of it is kind of heartbreaking where she's just like a little girl and she's gonna give everything up so that she can spend time with this little boy and like who knows (laughs) like and that's why i think it has to be a fairy tale like you can't actually think about the implications of that right um but it is very sweet when they just like love each other and that's nice and then it ends and then it's over goodbye yeah good night (laughs) (laughs) i like short movies love Ponyo. Yeah, Ponyo's great. Okay. What's up next, Car? I don't even know. I'll ask you every um, I did time. look up this one, and it's not one that I recognized. Um, okay. Okay. List of Ghibli <laughs> movies. <laughs> Wikipedia uh-huh. works. Okay. And we watched Ponyo, you which sure means Arietti. Arietti. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. It's like Thumbelina, no I think. Interesting. Like a little tiny girl in a world of normal sized people. Just like the hey, bar short wars. movie. Short movie. I like short movies, Car. Also, apparently, the British dub marked the cinematic debut <gasps> of Tom Holland. Huh. So. <laughs> Is that Spider Man? And Search is in it. Okay. Yeah, that's Spider Man. Okay, cool. Yeah. The Marvel Cinematic Universe expands. This is so weird. There's an English UK dub okay. and there's an English US dub. Why does it matter? Because they spell color differently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you ready to move on? Are you yeah. lost in dubs world? No, I was going to make a pivot or a, a segue, but okay, do I it. can't. Do it. No, no, no. I'm rubbing no, up your segue. Well, we would have to totally dramatically shift the change of we cover the ones that we watch together okay. in order to do it. <laughs> Should I do it? Yeah, do it. Okay. So, well, I'll play a little quiz. Guess which character... Ah, uh, no, there's no way. <laughs> oh my God, Basically, Carly. <laughs> Sorry. Why did you Mark put like four brick walls in the way of this podcast? <laughs> Sorry. Mark Strong okay. plays Pod okay. in the English UK dub of Arietti. <laughs> okay, is this okay? I can see where this is going. Yeah, okay. and I, I watched um, Cruella. 
Should I cut out the 15 minutes where we were trying to get to that point, Car? No, I think it's good. Okay. It's all about the journey. What did you think of Cruella? Did you watch the U.S. So dub? Bad. Carly. Huh? Yeah. Why? Um, I saw it in theaters. Oh, my God. That's your problem, dude. I don't regret seeing it in theaters. Okay. I just regret seeing it. Okay. Nice. <laughs> no, I don't even regret seeing it. I had okay. to get out of the hot for a couple hours because mm. um, it was like 90 degrees here for the entire weekend. Um, so Sunday afternoon, I saw Cruella. Okay. <laughs> Mark Strong is uh, not going to get you out of the hot car. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, I don't know what was going on here. Like, it, when I say the first 20 minutes were a fever dream, do you know what I mean? Like, it was just um, like, it's everything is moving so fast. Maybe you were but on, also like, they're repeating like two sequences again and again and again where she like just keeps getting in trouble and then they just keep stealing things. Like I don't know what the point of all of that is. And then like you get to the hour point and it's like the entire movie is played out and there's still an hour and a half left and it's like what in the world are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you just didn't understand it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, Kai. I I I'm of all the criticisms I have of it, I guess I'm not I'm not getting what you're putting down here. I just think like none of the time made sense. Okay. It didn't make sense that it was two and a half hours or whatever. That's true. Yes, of course. It didn't make sense how it played out. Like there was yeah. just so much time spent on repeating the same elements again and again and again. Yep. Yep. Like fair, at first, yeah. again, it's her getting in trouble and then it's them stealing things. And then it's the pranks that Cruella plays on... <laughs> Emma Thompson again and again and again and again. But she says the future on her face. Yeah. Okay. So here's a, I guess like the positives. Okay. Some of the clothes were really fun. I okay. thought, I thought the moth dress was a very fun that idea. That was cool. Yes. 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 Um, I got like a secondhand embarrassment for Emma Stone the entire, or not the entire time, but like once she has to start putting on airs, and she's like talking really dramatically. I felt uncomfortable for her. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, I feel like when Glenn Close did Corilla, it yeah. felt natural. This did not feel natural yeah. at all to you, me. You don't yeah. need to be embarrassed for Emma Stone. She's <laughs> making some money off of this thing. I'm sure she's. I know, fine. but it was like uncomfortable to watch. Where I was yeah. like, whenever she's doing that, it's yeah, just like, ugh. I don't understand. Just get a British act. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think Emma Stone is just good at playing like semi-normal, maybe not normal, but like believable people, and then yeah. to have her be like the most dramatic character ever doesn't entirely work. I don't think. Yeah, you know, Car, you might be onto something there. Yeah. But they're making a sequel, so maybe they'll work out yeah. the kinks in <laughs> Cruella too. Yeah. Also, like. I true I know like she is a villain. Right. But I felt so bad for her friends the whole time. Okay. And, like the whole movie they're just pissed at her and it's like yeah you should be. Stop being friends with her. I don't Yeah. Hmm. I, okay, and then the last big thing. <laughs> yeah. Um I laughed really hard. Oh no, 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 sorry, two more things. I laughed really hard at one point in the movie. It's one spoiler alert. Emma Thompson pushes Emma Stone over the thing and she has a parachute in her dress and then she parachutes into the water. That was hilarious. Okay. 
The other thing that's genuinely funny in a good way that was purposeful is Wink. Every time Wink was on screen, that was really fun. Wink's the little awesome. dog with the eye patch. He's so freaking cute. Doesn't he? He must be old, right? He's like a puppy when yeah. she's a kid, right? And then he like. Well, that's what I thought. Both of those dogs yeah. are <laughs> should have probably died by the time mm-hmm. we fast forward, mm-hmm. but that's okay. But he wears a little rat outfit. Yeah, that's so freaking cute. Oh my god. That uh, that uh, <laughs> the. Wink's owner is just like James Corden. We couldn't get James Corden somehow for this movie. James Corden. He is way better than James Corden. Yes. But that's yeah. inadvertent. Oh, I see. They were yeah, shooting like they low. They probably wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came in high on it. But that's. This funny. is better. Yes. Well, Paul, that's Paul Walter Hauser. He's like. um I, Tanya. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. the guy in that Clint Eastwood movie that mm-hmm. came out recently. He's mm-hmm, like he's mm-hmm. a big up and coming, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think he'll be in Cruella 2? I don't know. I hope none of them are. Everyone can do better. Do you? They can't do 70s punk rock again, right? Is it going to be like 80s corporate cocaine nightmare movie Ugh. or something? I don't know. Like if this was like... <gasps> like if this was not for kids, yeah. it might have been fun. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, like if they didn't have to do any of the like, I'm a little girl and my mom died. Like I'm a little girl and my mom died. If she was just a bad lady designing dresses, that might have been really, really cool. That's really not what this movie is. She's not. No. This. Why do you get my frustration with the connective tissue going on here where she's not really the character and they don't do anything to connect her to the character? Yeah. They just give her the car. Yeah, the bummer is that the character is fun. Corel right. is a fun character. <laughs> right. Why isn't she smoking? It sucks that she's not smoking. Give this yeah, lady okay, a cigarette. Sean B. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I I do want, like, I don't want to actually see dogs be skinned, but I want her to have skinned dogs. Like, Absolutely. That's, that's all you can for out of cinema in the year 2021. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. Okay, I have two questions for you, Car. Did you love the constant and annoying needle <laughs> drops going on? <laughs> I stopped noticing them like maybe a third of the way through. It's insane. It's yeah. like every 30 seconds a new pop song starts playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's not good. It's like in the way that like a Disney Channel movie would or something where it's like, Yeah, should I stay or should I go now? Because she's trying to get away from someone. Yeah, it's like the most dramatic flaunting of wealth by Disney, yes. where she's like, we can afford to have all of these, so why should we, we? We can't afford good CGI for the dogs. Exactly. Like, oh my god. the All of the scenes when it's like outside by the cliff is yeah. like the most disgusting green screen. Yep. And it's like, take away four songs. Yeah. And shoot this on a cliff. Like, right. I just can't. <laughs> right. That was my second question. So we've answered yeah. all my questions about okay. Cruella. Will you see Cruella 2, Car? I don't know. Okay, Maybe. Cool. Maybe if it's another 90 degree day, I'll <laughs> okay. what hit up if my local establishment. Charlize Theron's in it. Charlize Theron would actually be a good Cruella, probably. Wow. Wow. After... Emma Stone's award-winning turn as Cruella in 2021. Oh, You're already ready to replace her. Excellent. Car. Yeah. Can I tell you about a movie I saw in theater starring Charlie Saron? Yes, Theron? please. Um, 
First, I just want to put your mind at ease. Yes, they did show the Stillwater uh, trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Starring Matt Damon as a man whose daughter is accused of a crime she may not have committed in France. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so my question is, like, is this a Casey Anthony ripoff? This feels so Casey Anthony. Who that? Who? What? What? That's the lady who went abroad and like killed her roommate or whatever. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. No, but that's less interesting because Matt Damon doesn't play a redneck. <laughs> Ooh, that tra- like that's going to be the best part of going to the movies for the next like several months until that comes out because it is playing before every single movie. Did you see any trailers for this freaking game uh, like escape room sequel? No. Oh I'm my into god! It. One of the most. I don't know anything if this is a series or what is going on here, but one of the most just like astounding movie trailers I have ever seen in my entire life. It is selling a vision of what these movies are that I didn't know was possible. You must expand. I I assume it's a sequel because they keep making reference to like this has already happened. But it's like four people get on a New York subway, you know, at like midnight and then they're like, whew, I'm glad we got out of that escape room. And then all the doors shut and the power goes, and they're like, oh, crap, the game is still on. And then like Ooh. electricity starts pulsing through the train. And they're like, wait a second. And they look at the wall and it says false advertising. And then they notice that like, this is all in a movie trailer, by the way. They notice that like the advertisements on the subway are like missing letters. And then one of the ladies like, that's it. The advertisements are missing letters. Pull the handle that corresponds to the missing letter. And meanwhile, they're all getting electrocuted and something like, and then it's like spelling out something as they're working this out. This is like the first 10 seconds of a two minute long movie trailer. And at one point, I'm pretty sure they go out onto the streets of New York City and they're like, oh, my God, I'm glad we got out. And it's still the game, dude. Yes. (laughs) Tucker, we do have to watch this movie. I know. It's like Saw on like Red Bull. It's like Monster Energy presents Saw or something. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I want to see whatever else is in the series. And there's a plane at some point. They're on a plane. And I think that's part of the escape room. And I love it. That's incredible. Less incredible was F9. Yeah, tell me. F9. Kara, what's your history with the Fast and Furious franchise? I've never seen any of them. Okay. But I think I would like if I did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, there's really nothing to talk about then, I guess, with this, because it's the ninth <laughs> one. Uh, this is like the most self-referential one, I think. This is kind of them taking stock of the franchise a little bit, which is weird. In what way? Um, they bring back like every character that's been in any movie they uh they it's very heavy on cameos from tokyo drift which i maintain is the only actually good one of these movies uh but it's really cool to see those guys again because it's been you know 20 years since that movie came out and they Hmm. haven't been in it but you know the general like these were about street racing and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it's about like spy hijinks right (laughs) okay Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous at this point because there's like 12 <laughs> people in this crew to the point where there's like redundancies because Ludacris was like a hacker, but now there's another hacker. There's like a lady hacker. So now there's just like two hackers on this team of, you know, people who drive cars to save the They're world. They're all family though. 
I don't know what's going on in this movie. Car. <laughs> uh, it's about family. Um, yeah. Charlize Theron is in it for like maybe a minute. With the coolest haircut. It, I, 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 you know what? I have no problems with Charlize Theron in these movies. I think she should be the villain because she's way more interesting than John Cena. Um, this was not one of my favorites, Car. Yeah. I, that aligns with... I've, like, absorbed a lot of media about this movie and, like, the series in general. Yeah. And that review aligns with what I've heard mm-hmm. from just about everyone, I think. Everyone's, like, it's medium. It's, like, serviceable. Like, in terms of the ranking of, like, all of the F9s. Yeah, it's just so weird because they do the Saw thing. This is... And, you know, there's a connection there because... Uh, Juan directed some of these, but these are truly the action blockbuster version of the Saw movies where every movie has to reintroduce a character from a previous movie and then explain how they got there, you know, Mm. and how they were actually part of this other movie that already happened, but you just didn't know it at the time. Um, So in this movie, maybe Han, who died at the end of the third movie, but then was also in like the fifth, sixth and seventh movie. But now he's back because those movies took place before three, but he actually did die in three. But then they explain in this movie that he didn't actually die and they hand wave it in the most like whatever way where it's just like he didn't actually die. And then he says, thanks to the guy who rescued him and says, wow, you really pulled a magic trick there. And that's like their explanation for how he didn't die, even though they show him dying in the third movie. Huh. Like, what is going on? But it's cool that he's back because he's a good character in this yeah. franchise that already has 20 main characters. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. The, the it's They've done this exact movie better before. So it's just like, okay. we don't need to keep doing this, but I guess they're going to keep doing this. So, a General question, is Emrod... Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, thank the you. The goat of the series. Um, I want her to be, but I've never okay. heard her proclaimed as such. I guess so. Okay. She <laughs> uh, has no character in this hmm. movie. <laughs> She's like the focus of my least favorite one, so it's kind of hard for me to be like, yeah. Okay. But she's like... It's cool that she and Vin Diesel are in this, like, extremely heartfelt to the point of being like a uh, <laughs> like a commercial for, like, life insurance or something where it's just, like, <laughs> sun-dappled farmhouse and they're like, I'm glad we got out of this business because I love you, man. And then they, like, Or, like, make perfume out. commercial or <laughs> yeah, something. Totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> where they're, like, working on a tractor, which literally yeah. happens. And then they're like, I'm so glad we can care for our child and I love you more than anything. But I'm also going to save you from the Russian terrorists. And then they like drive through a minefield and sick. That's kind of cool. Because Vin Diesel is such a like, just, you know, a slab of a man. And he's always (laughs) standing. Slab of a man. (laughs) His posture is insane because he's always like puffing out his chest with his arms kind of askew, you know. Yeah. But he's looking sad because a lot of sad things happen. And then the craziest thing, and the reason I just can't let this series, like, off scot-free is because uh, Paul Walker, you know, died during the making of Mm -hmm. whatever one that was. They 
they like acknowledge in that movie that he died, but he's alive in the movies, Carl. <laughs> but they have to play the Wiz Khalifa song. I know. That's what I hate because they acknowledged in that movie that he died, but his yeah. character is living on a on a like a private island somewhere. Yeah, that's kind of perfect though. <laughs> but you can't do that because they keep mentioning him and having him like He's in the movie, but he's not actually in the movie. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Ah, but they're making though. more of these things. There's two more sequels in productions. I don't know. Out of all of the, like, again, I don't know. It's so, I shouldn't have an opinion on these because I've never seen any of them. But, like, out of all the things that make me angry in the world of movies, this yeah. is, like, the least of it. It's just like, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's just because it's, it's so infuriating in this context because as i said han died in three and then they brought him back several times so they are not afraid at all to kill people and then bring them back but the one man who actually died died didn't die he's just not in these movies so i said to krista i bet you ten dollars he will be in the next movie as a weird cgi Brian, oh, because they did totally that already. Possible. Yeah. 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 Hate it. Um, really quick before my next question. Mm-hmm. I feel like you didn't sink, but I could be wrong. I did. Oh, okay. Whew. Sorry. Whew. Doubting. Whew. That's okay. Um, how was the movie theater? <sighs> it was depressing because there were very few people. In, it was a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Um, we got the extreme uh, heated dream loungers, which did not heat up very much. <laughs> okay. Um, and somebody started snoring very loudly about halfway through the movie. So <laughs> it was pretty cool. Lots of small children watching this yeah. movie. Yeah. That makes sense. It's yeah, summer. it totally makes sense to me, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because this is like G.I. Joe for a new generation, right? It's just like dumb people, explosion, action movie, and none of it makes any sense. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Family. I don't know what it means to children, actually. I've never heard about it. I've never heard of it talked about in reference to kids before. But it, it, it seems so tied to that. Like, it's so... Maybe not now? I don't know. I feel like because, yeah, it started, what, like 20 years ago? Yeah. Like, they didn't grow up with it. That doesn't mean they're not, like, entering the franchise and, like, catching up or whatever. But, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. But people who grew up with it are probably having children now, which made it yeah, itself obvious when most of this movie is dealing with, like, fatherhood and, like, hmm. raising your children. And it's like, oh, they're appealing to me. I just don't have kids. Yeah. Which is weird to think about. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it was fine. It was a serviceable action movie but it didn't really have any spark to it okay i heard that the space sequence was kind of disappointing is that true it's just so stupid yeah (laughs) i mean uh, yeah it's not like a it's not a moment i feel like people are talking about it like it's a moment but it's just like one of four things that are happening during this like end of movie (laughs) action sequence you know like it's just yeah oh um okay but they did show the trailer for the new James Bond movie, and that looks pretty cool. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. Rami Malek. Yeah. 
is all up in there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do something about Ron. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What what are you what are we Bohemian doing? Bohemian Rhapsody. And then I feel like he's probably mm. not gonna be good in this. I just have Hi. A I don't know. I'm I'm on the Rami train, don't get me wrong. It really doesn't sound like it. It sounds like you liked Mr. Robot because Reddit advertised it to you five <laughs> years ago, and now you're just no, like... I love him in Mr. Robot and Short Term 12. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what that is. It's I'm not on movie. Reddit enough to know what you're talking about. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, Anywho, yeah, that is exciting. Okay. Yeah. What else is exciting in the world of film, Car? Well, should we talk about... Should we... Back it up and talk okay. about um Chicago. Car, I thought this movie was incredible. Holy cow! <laughs> really? Yeah, I loved it, like every second of this okay. movie. I thought it was incredible. I there were moments that I thought were really incredible, and I think Renee Zellweger is just the best. Yes, but as a whole, it didn't like totally hit home for me. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Tell me why it. you love it. I, all all the musical sequences are just. So good, especially the ventriloquism one, which mm-hmm. I thought was superb. Yeah, I thought so, too. That was great. And so was uh, Renee on like the pure black with the mirrors. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And the one where they're talking about killing the dudes. He had That's my favorite. Yeah. The ladies in like weird lingerie yeah. in the prison. <laughs> yeah. Squish. Pop. Yes. Six. Cicero. <laughs> Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> and you got like Queen Latifah doing like her own yes! song. And that was awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just and like I like this kind of where it feels like it's getting at like a Moulin Rouge level of like I had a blank check to do what I want, but it feels more grounded in a way where I can kind of get on board with it a little bit more. Where it's not like a it's not fever dreamish. It's just creative, and I like that more there are some fever dream moments like there's moments of just like pure chaos and the camera cutting between like reality (laughs) and the music reality and like it's also like shaking back and forth for no reason like there are those moments but it is totally more grounded (laughs) (laughs) which is hard to do yeah but yeah it is it is more grounded uh, yeah, I I like how it becomes like this courtroom drama, but told through yeah. musical numbers with like tap dancing and stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like the yeah, I don't. I didn't think the story was like. like I feel like it's going for like pathos that aren't actually there towards yeah. the end. That's fine, but I think this is like the perfect cast and the production's awesome and all the musical numbers are great and that's basically what I want out of a musical. So I was very happy. I agree. On perfect cast, except, Uh-oh. and I don't always hate when he does this, Uh-oh. but I don't want Jim, John C. Riley in this movie. He's so cartoonish. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to deal with. Yeah. His, he, like, he feels the most, like, out of all the serious John C. Riley movies I've seen, yeah. sometimes that totally works. Yeah. This one, it just, like, because he's such a doofus. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like, is he a stepbrother's character in this? Okay, like, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just. I don't know. It's toming the line, and I feel yeah. like he has to commit to either drama or comedy. I'm with you. Yeah. His song is good, though. His, uh, we're spending the clown makeup on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I really wanted, I can probably still spend some time trying to track down a picture of him in that because yeah. it is the funniest thing in the entire world. <laughs> Aww. And I want to be able to just like send it around. 
You're going to Mr. Cellophane people? Is that the new trend? <laughs> the new TikTok trend? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah I don't know. It, it, it was heartening that this one best picture. I was like, oh, there is some fun in the world, I guess, you know? Yeah, it, that, like, I was confused when I saw, like, how many awards it won. Yeah. Like, this is a fun movie. I'm not going to say it's not a fun movie. I think it's well-made, etc. But... There's not a lot of, like, feeling of pedigree, maybe except for Zellweger. I really yeah. think she's great in this. Yeah. Um, and then I looked at every other movie nominated and was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> People are still angry about it, though. Oh, to really? To this day. Yeah, it's like, Lord of the Rings should have won. Oh, okay, whatever. I can't deal with that. Yeah, um, yeah there wasn't much else yeah. that year, it seems like. But yeah, there's very little prestige happening in this movie. It's really not about that, I would say. But that's why I like yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like... Uh, like, I don't think Catherine Zeta-Jones is very good in it. She's fine. I, I can't think of a performance... From her, that really stands out. I like her in the oceans. But she, yeah, but she's not really, it's not like a knockout performance, really. Sure, yeah. I guess, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, everyone sort of falls away except for Renee and, like, the side characters, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. She's so good. She's so, like, interesting. (laughs) Like, I really like everything she's doing in this movie. I don't know. Something so dynamic and fun about her. It really made me want to watch other movies she's been in, but I don't even know where to start. I'm not going to watch. Have the... you seen Bridget Jones? Bridget Jones? Oh, that's her. Yeah, I have seen Bridget Jones. That's fun. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, she's hmm. cool. I like her. Hmm. I do too. What's his name? Is good. The lawyer. Yeah, guy. I know who you're talking about, but I don't yeah. know. Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> fun movie, Chicago. Fun. I just like. Um, this era of filmmaking, which I usually am kind of down on, I love seeing that vision applied to like a, you know, 20s Chicago musical. Sure. It, it's so like dissonant. Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this really, feel, the early 2000s just feel like a dead period for me of movies where it's just like. Ugh. It's like the weirdest, like there's the group of filmmakers who are starting out and making big things and that's exciting yeah. but yeah like all of the like big movies it's like what in the <laughs> world was going on See you guys this yeah it's like really <laughs> i just i don't know and they're like yeah they're in such a bad era for like they're figuring out digital they're figuring yeah. out cgi yeah. and it's just like everything looks awful yeah. oh my god <laughs> some of this movie looks awful also. oh absolutely every time they're outside <laughs> yeah. or at night yep. it's really really bad yeah you know like sound stages with like no. blue lighting okay okay yeah that's it's like the one of the more obvious applications of like this is very obviously shot in bright bright light they just added a blue filter sort of thing You're being yeah. mean. <laughs> it's true <laughs> the Mm. gun the gun the gun they both the gun okay cool chicago Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it carly didn't Mm -hmm. because she hates fun i liked it fine okay um carly you haven't seen no sudden move yet by our our god king i don't want to shut you down but please don't say too much i can just not talk about it until you see it can you 
Can you give me a thumbs up or a thumbs medium or a thumbs down? Uh, thumbs medium. Okay. Veering towards down. I didn't. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Um, I guess I, I won't spoil anything or even talk about the movie, but this just feels like Soderbergh doing the Coen brothers not very well to me. Okay. Hmm. So, but it's like, it's, it's kind of obnoxious. Well, okay. Well, you just go watch it and then we'll, we'll talk about it. There are aspects of the production that were obnoxious to me that I, hmm. So it doesn't have anything to do with the movie really, but it's like, I'm Steven Soderbergh and I'm going to shoot the movie this way. And even though it's not the best way to shoot the movie, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have done it the way he does. It. Interesting. Okay. Good performances. though. I mean, the best cast ever. Like, it's yeah. just like knockout on a knockout on knockout. Do you know about the cameo? No. Okay. I won't say a word. I've been like pretty aggressively avoiding all okay. content about it. Okay. I won't say a word, but... Uh, I, I definitely think you should watch it, though. Yeah, I'll probably do it within the next sesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. I don't really have much. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, I couldn't make it through her car. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. I One of the most off-putting movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Just immediately and through the whole thing. Never approaching watchable for me. And then I was like, no, I just can't. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I'm not on board with what this movie is trying to tell me. And I don't care about these characters. And everything is creepy and bad. And I don't want to watch this anymore. Done. Yeah, I like I fall somewhere in between that and like the people who really love this movie. Like, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think there's like. I think it was so different when it came out in yeah. like a, a myriad of ways. Like one, yeah, there's some weird like I don't know gender politics stuff that like if it came out today, I think this movie would get annihilated. Sure, and maybe that's fair. Um, and I think the this vision of the future was like pretty new and exciting at the time. And now it's just what every single movie and show about the future is ripping off of like all of the design stuff. It's yeah. It was like, I think it was new and really, really cool. And I think it looks cool. Um, But it's so overdone now. And so ripped off. Um, And then there are like some, this also fits in the category of like when I saw it, I didn't know a lot about like AI and stuff. Sure. And like there were some cool ideas expressed about AI um, that I hadn't thought of before because I hadn't really thought about it when I was a teenager. Like, did you make it to the end where Scarlet's like talking to like 70,000 different people all at once or something? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I did. Uh, I went back and read the the plot synopsis of the Okay. End. Yeah. Like, that part was really cool and interesting, I thought. And, like, uh, I don't know, pointed to something interesting. So, like, yeah, I think yeah. there are merits to it. It's not, like, I don't know. It's fine. I, I just feel like it spends the whole movie trying to get to uh, somewhere interesting. And then the movie ends, it seems like. Like, I don't understand. The, him falling in love with his phone is not interesting to me. Like, I don't think that's a something to hang a movie on. Because it's just not, I don't know what it's trying to say, necessarily. Yeah, I, I like I think the idea of like is that inherently bad or not is kind of interesting. Like it Yeah. 
is that really a stupid or bad thing to have happen? I don't know. Like, yeah. and I think this movie airs on yes at the end, if I remember correctly. But sure. I think that's kind of cool. Like when he's at the every time he's like embarrassed to talk about it and stuff. I think that's like kind of interesting. But what is the practical application? Like what what am I supposed to connect with in that concept? Like what is the what is the lesson to be learned there? I don't know. Um because I'm, I'm not I in love, love with where my you can. Phone. Okay. All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, why, that's probably it, right? Why yeah. a phone? Like what what is the impetus, I guess? What is the point? Of well, because humans aren't working. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Wilde was yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. But I, I just mean like it could be anything then. It doesn't have to be a it it it's essentially a human. It's just there's yeah. no human. Right. To it. So but I feel like they don't bring that concept for like the what they could. I don't, I don't know. Like it is hard. Like I guess the other thing that's changed so much is like we know way more about all of this now than when yeah. it came out. Or like it's just more familiar. And like when we think about our phones talking to us, it's just in such a different way. And like yeah. that seems so ridiculous. And like at the time it also seemed ridiculous, but we didn't have any normal application for it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah, I mean like this is pre-Siri, right? Like they didn't Right, know. exactly. But it, or it, like right at the start, I don't know. It goes from like zero to the phone wants to have sex with him in like ten minutes of screen time. It's like Yeah. It's just it's crazy. I don't know. I, I can't <laughs> I don't care. Like what it, it's fiction. Like I just there's nothing like Eternal Sunshine, that's the same director, right? I'm not like talking out of my butt. Spike Jones. Is it? Did Spike Jones do a turn? You might be totally right. I just don't know for mm. sure. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to check real quick so I don't sound like a, <laughs> a big goofus. Uh, 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 nope. <laughs> 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 Who did uh, Eternal Sunshine? Uh-oh. Is that not Kaufman? Kaufman? Um, it's weird because Spike Jones directed Adaptation, which I thought was Kaufman. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Hold on one sec here, Cara. <laughs> tippity tappity. Well, that kind of throws holes in what I was about to say, so never mind. <laughs> Good. Good thing somebody made a list called Eternal and the thumbnail is Eternal Sunshine, but there's no movies on the list, so I can't click on it. <laughs> you should have just gone to Wikipedia. You are absolutely right. Oh, Gondry, of course. Oh, I get him and Spike okay. Jones mixed up. Anyway... No, I don't have a mm-hmm. point, but I didn't think her was very good. The end. How cute is Amy? I guess so, yeah. Oh, she's cute. Her hair is nice. The scene between him and Rooney when they get, like, lunch. Okay. I get that it's the point, but the <laughs> the brightness of that scene makes me, like, just want to... Ah! <laughs> like, I hate it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Painful to look at. Right. Uh, I didn't, uh, Joaquin's performance I thought was bad. I don't know. I don't get what people see in that performance. I don't think it was bad. Like, it feels like exactly what was intended. Okay, I just hate the character then. Got it. Yeah, I think that's what made me worried. <laughs> he totally does exactly what yeah. the character is supposed to do, I think. No, you're right. I just, I, I uh, don't 
want he's like the villain of the movie i don't know i don't want to see him the entire time i don't want to yeah. have to think about what he's thinking about or anything i don't like that yeah being like i guess like there's no other like if we spent more time with amy or rooney or something yeah but then like it's i think the assumption is that the audience is going to approach it where like computers are stupid and we shouldn't fall in love with them so you have to do it with yeah the main character's perspective but yeah i don't know it's so frustrating because i feel like there is something to that concept but just make a short film and have it not be so detached from what that would actually look like yeah it's weird because it's like this like weird text to speech thing yeah like i get it's the future but it just feels so alien to how people used technology because i don't think the way people use technology has changed that much since 2013 or whatever yeah but it it doesn't at all resemble what's happening in this movie where he's like dictating everything he types and like everything is audio it doesn't make any sense (laughs) yeah anyway what did you watch (laughs) um i watched Zola. Zola. I watched Zola. Zola car in theaters? Yeah, Zola was the best. I... Ooh. Now, Carly. This is like... What? I've heard this movie described as A24 presents a movie based on a Twitter feed. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's a movie based on a Twitter feed. <laughs> it's the end of times car. No, this is truly the best. Okay, so okay. this was a movie that I... This isn't like the little collection of movies that got delayed a bunch because of pandemic that I've been waiting to see just absolutely forever. Um, and yeah, it's based on the Twitter thread that I can't think came out in like 2015. And like, I have a memory of sitting in my dorm room and uh, us all reading this together. And it was like fun and exciting and crazy. Um, and then, so I learned more about this, the, backstory behind the behind how this movie got made and it's like a miracle it ended up where it did so basically after that well okay so the thread in general is about um this woman played by taylor page who meets a kind of wacky (laughs) white lady named riley or played by riley keogh and they go on a like self-proclaimed hoe trip together and they're gonna like dance and make some money and then like things go just off the rails in really awful and crazy ways um and right so this twitter thread came out it went super viral and apparently everyone like individuals um studios etc everyone's trying to buy the story and the life rights of um what the person who tweeted it and you know who ends up with it in a nightmare, nightmare scenario, James Franco. Oh, nice. So James Franco is going to produce, direct and star in this movie, which like trying to star. think about which. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to think about which character he's going to play in this movie is truly terrifying. Yeah. I'm assuming because of everything that happened with James Franco, he got like detached from the project. And Janik Sabravo, who is this like super cool director who I haven't seen any of her stuff before, but I like started following her from knowing that she directed this movie a while back, um, picked it up and like just made it exactly, exactly, exactly what it should be. Um, 
it's like this, like the way that she described it was it's the main character's own vision of the story. Like everything is sort of maximalized according to what, uh, according to the perspective of um, the woman who is tweeting this and who went through this. So like everything's just so amped up the entire time. And it makes for like such an exciting movie that is so well balanced with like the like uh, like real world horror of some of the stuff that happens to the characters in the movie. And it never they have to balance tone in such a really, really difficult way and absolutely pull it off the entire time. And it's just kind of incredible. Um, like, the, I don't know. Yeah, you're getting into like a. Un, what's the right word? Um, not basically sex work where not everyone's making the choice to participate. I guess Ooh. is the a way to put it. Um, but it's also like this comedy for the vast majority <laughs> of the time, um, and they're not like losing either of those. I don't think. Okay. And then it just looks beautiful, like both because they are choosing to like put it in these incredible settings with like credible clothes. There's a Micah Levy score that's really wonderful and like dreamlike. Um, and the performances are so good. Like Taylor Page is Zola. And so much of what she's doing is just like having to react to how terrible and annoying Riley Keough is and just like works super, super well. Um, yeah, I had like, this is it. I had such a fun time in the theater with this movie and like I had high expectations and they were super, super surpassed, I guess. Um, and like totally fits within the category of movies that I would be game to see in theaters like four more times before it leaves. I have some questions for you. Yes. First one's not a question. You keep saying the Twitter thread came out. Well, yeah, so the woman, I forget her actual name, but Zola tweeted after all of the events. So it, I don't know, she, it was like 148 tweets and she tweeted it out in, I think, 2015. It's just, it's the language you would use to describe a book or a... I don't know how else to say it. So it's a thing that happened or no? Yeah. But like, yes, yes. So basically, like, she gave her account of everything um and like the movie intros this with like most of this happened so like yeah there's some embellishment for sure or maybe and it's sort of up to you to like figure that out i guess but yeah the general events happened car i'm gonna be completely honest with you i don't want twitter feeds turning into movies we i don't want that should i want that i don't know why it's a bad thing inherently well, I don't go on Twitter for a reason. Okay, but this is like it. I don't want like um, tweets done by like social media stars to be a movie. It'll happen. But like, it'll happen, Carl. I know You're it'll absolutely happen. That's the future I don't want. What I do want <laughs> is like someone recounting an insane thing that happened to them um, that Whoa. became like a huge deal for a reason. I don't know. Sure. I like what is the is there a precedent for what you're talking about? Because I don't care about the stuff in the form of a tweet 
field. What do they call them? What? <laughs> Twitter is full of people saying dumb things that happen to them. I don't need to see it, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't get what the... Yeah, but this is like, again, like this isn't like, oh, I went to the grocery store. This is like someone had the one of the more insane 48 hours that anyone's ever experienced. I, I'm grappling with the entirety of media, you know, because... Uh, books don't need to be movies, you know, historical events don't need to be movies, but I guess I'm asking why do Twitter feeds need to be movies? You already read the thing. You know what happened? Do we need to turn these into movies? Who, who's actually benefiting? Follow the money car. Well, I think, okay, so I'm not going to hit each item you just said there. I think the difference between like, um, or the advantage of something like this happening is that um, Twitter or some other social media was the only way that someone like Zola was able, was going to be able to tell their story to a large audience. Like she wasn't going to get a book deal without a Twitter, that Twitter thread existing. She wasn't going to make the news or something like she, that was the way that she got the story out there. And then, yeah, it's just a good story. And when there's a good story, people want to adapt it into a movie. I suppose. That just feels like looking backwards at it. Like, you don't get the book deal unless you put it out there in this form, and then you get the book deal, and then people can read it, even though well, you already posted it. Well, I think that's it. true. I think that's true now. I think even back in 2015, like, the people using social media specifically as a job wasn't quite the same as it is now. Oh, like, gosh. I don't I don't know what, like, her Twitter following was before all of this, but, like, I'm pretty sure she was just putting it out there to put it out there. It yeah. wasn't like, I'll do this and then, like, obviously they'll make a movie about me and maybe it'll be directed by James Franco. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like, I'm more into that, I guess, than, like, the same five stories being told a million times over. You know what I mean? Like, this was a way to tell a story that I've never seen anything that talks about, like, half of the stuff in this movie before. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's just there's no, anybody can put anything on Twitter. And I just worry that movie studios will just see Twitter as, like, open season. You know, there's, like, no, there's no through line to it. It's just, like, you could type in anything and somebody's wrote, written a crazy story about it. And then you pay them some nominal sum of money and then you turn their made-up gibberish into a movie. I, I just don't understand I'd... I think that's fair and true, but I don't think that's like Zola's making maybe the room for that to happen. Yeah. But I don't think like that critique applies to Zola specifically. Yeah, but is there proof of that? What do you mean? Like, uh, you. You're talking about this as if it's something that happened and then she relayed it onto Twitter. Is there like, are we sure this is fiction now that or nonfiction now that it really matters? But like, I assume nothing on Twitter is actually happening. Like, it's just like, you know, la la land. Nothing's happening. Yeah, I'm sure people have put detective work into figuring this out. And like, there is a. I like yeah. I don't want to give anything away. Like yeah. they explore that to some extent, and I think it's like 
again, like this, she wasn't trying to get famous. Like there wasn't a reason for her to say all of this stuff yeah. happened without it having happened. You know what I mean? I um, get to <laughs> let me let me reorient my uh, this inane conversation I'm trying to <laughs> create about Twitter. <laughs> I think there's already an issue where people present themselves online as like this almost cartoonish like amplified version of themselves if it turns out that doing that gets you a movie deal i feel like that's just going to get worse and worse and worse as we move forward and i feel like this is like the origin point of that and that's worrying to me not that it affects but that's me. already been happening forever like that's what everyone is doing now that's what and i'm like, saying but now but it leads to movies now it leads to you know adaptations Maybe like I don't like I think I mean I could be totally wrong, but it seems more likely that it seems like the only way that something like this could happen, where like there's just a full story told by a real person yeah. about a real thing that everyone knows about getting made it into a movie like that feels like something that could only happen with like the era of twitter before the current era of twitter do you know what i mean like because now it's just like something crazy happens and it's already an instagram live or a youtube right. video or whatever and but then the, maybe that gets made into a movie but yeah. there's no like yeah pipeline of like plain old story to yeah. uh this level of movie it feels like and i'm saying there will be Maybe, yeah, but that yeah. feels maybe less bad to me than like the current <laughs> model of like uh, yeah. stupid YouTubers just playing pranks on each other constantly. Oh, that's so funny though. Yeah, it is funny when they do that. The and prank. like the lady's and there's head a comes really, off. I wanted to drop in. I think you should leave reference. Um, okay. I watched the first two episodes and yes. the first one has an incredible, incredible <laughs> skit <laughs> about uh, prank YouTubers. That's just. Okay. The best. I was like laughing so, so hard. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's just, it's interesting to me that before I knew what this movie was about or who it starred or what it was, I knew it was based on a Twitter feed. Like that is the message. Like this movie is based on Twitter. And that's interesting to me. Yeah. I also think the movie does a really, really good job at... Um, like merging digital culture with reality. Like there's a couple movies I think have done a really good job at this. There's so many that have tried and failed, but like <laughs> eighth grade, I think is another example of like exploring our use of technology in a truthful and interesting way that like it just, yeah, merges perfectly with like the look of the movie, what's going on in the movie. So I think like yeah, the director seems very aware of how to portray that, I think, and it's super, super effective. Does the movie end with the main character going on Twitter? Like, you know what? No. I've got a story to tell. <laughs> no. No. It doesn't. <laughs> Do they ever acknowledge Twitter in the movie? Um they acknowledge social media. I okay. forget if Twitter is in there for sure. Okay. Yeah. But okay. they they do acknowledge the Twitter thread through like mostly just a audio uh, cue. 
I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You're, you're painting a very strange mind picture. I'm trying not to give anything away because like yeah. this experience is so interesting that I yeah. don't want to like say exactly how everything plays out. But yeah. Okay. But you're saying outside of all the old man bullcrap I just <laughs> talked about, it's still a good movie. Yeah, it was okay. like great. Like, okay. I, yeah, I was just, I had an incredible time the whole time. Uh, nice. Also, Nicholas Braun, who is my favorite character from plays my favorite character from succession is in it and he's like totally making a path for himself as tall doofy man and it's just it's my like, path <laughs> yeah. oh. he's the best i really really like him he's really good in this but tall doofy man is totally the horse girl uh date guy <laughs> what <laughs> what uh, in that movie Horse Girl or whatever, she dates the guy and then she gets all paranoid and he like backs out. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you will at some point and you'll say, oh, Tucker was totally right. That is that exact character type that you were talking about. Yeah, okay. How do you not know what I'm talking about? Horse Girl? Horse Girl. Horse Girl movie. Oh my god, Kari. I swear you watched this movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So, I, okay. Yeah, I was okay. not picturing this. It completely left my brain. Okay. No, so that's like a hipster doofus. Okay. This okay. is like, right, right. um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well-intentioned, but like absolutely too earnest and an idiot. Okay. Yeah. That was kind of him in that movie also, though. Yeah, he's just got that look. He's got the yeah, glasses got the and everything. And like hair. in Succession, Nicholas Braun is like corporate capitalist um, okay. doofus. So. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That sounds cool, Car. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. <gasps> oh, that's right. I don't have a big thing. I just wanted to say, Car, the things you talked about when you watched it, I agree. Yeah, the perspective issue. Yeah, and I think the uh, the character in question, the mm-hmm. mole, uh, just doesn't ring true to me in some way. And I think that ties into what you were talking about. Like, I just don't think that character works. And that is compounded by him being the actual main focus of the movie when he shouldn't be. Yeah, like, and maybe if the movie was, like, truly... I mean, there's no way to make the movie truly completely about him, but, like, if we got more about how conflicted he was... Yeah. It might work from that perspective, but I think full stop, the movie just shouldn't be about him. He's just not that interesting. He's, like, an archetype for the whole thing. Uh, Yeah. And he's playing it in this kind of self-aware way that didn't work at all for me, where he's just kind of, like chuckling at the chaos around him type of thing yeah. that just felt really off to me like that wouldn't happen but i guess i don't know you know yeah uh but it didn't work in the story they were telling i think yeah i think like there is something there to be told about like how the u.s government like turned oh, people absolutely. against their own like that's interesting yeah I just, yeah, it just feels like such a loss when you see Daniel Kaluuya just, like, absolutely killing it. And it's so dynamic every time he's on screen and you just want more of that. Like, I don't know. No, it was a a great story and it was a very well-made movie. But, yeah, there's there's some issues with it that really... 
And then uh, it was like thunderstorming harder than I've ever seen a thunderstorm. So I kind of <laughs> missed some of the plot that happened about halfway through because I was like making sure my basement wasn't flooding and stuff. So then I came back and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I understood what happened at the end still, I guess. So Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. yeah what just, about this terrible what? Jesse Plemons take you have? What's that? Where he looks like Matt Damon? Well, he does look like Matt Damon, but he's not okay. a second-rate Matt Damon. He's a no, no first-rate Matt Damon. He is playing like a boob in this movie in the way that Matt Damon <laughs> would kind of play a boob. You know, <laughs> that's maybe true. I just Jesse Plemons is so talented. No, he is. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, maybe not in this movie. I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't my favorite yeah. He was part. fine. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. fine. But in say Game Night or say <laughs> that Charlie Kaufman movie, ten out of ten. Okay. Um, I thought it was or shot. being married to Kirsten Dunst. I thought it was shot very well this time. I thought there was a lot of really good tension, um, like in the uh, where the police are kind of stationed outside the headquarters, and then there's like a yeah. standoff. I thought they there's like a really generic way you could have shot that scene, and I think they went slightly different direction with it and i thought it worked really well yeah it's weird like i completely agree like it it looks good and like it's super effective and i don't it feels very tense i had like this weird it just feels kind of weird for that to be the movie and also everything else to be the movie you know what i mean like it's like okay here's where it's an action movie and now we're gonna go back to biopic like it just it feels like there's two different directors or something all in one. And I get why they did it. Like it does make it exciting and intense, but it also makes it feel, I don't know. Like I want to say it makes it feel like not real life, but it does. It feels realistic, I guess, maybe just in a super bummer way where like (laughs) normally in action movies, the villains are fun and stupid in this movie. They're like murdering uh, people trying to make positive change in the world. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Does it, distract you car when a movie is like a period piece and then there's like an exterior shot um uh, okay well i'll i guess i'll tell you where my mind goes every time that happens yeah i'm just like how do they make it so that there's no new stuff yep okay (laughs) yep i always think how many blocks down did they block off the street so they could have old cars yeah and like there's so many details Right, like <laughs> that window wouldn't be there because they right, didn't exactly. Is that what like glass that. looked like at that time? Yeah, totally. Or like you just yeah. see somebody on their phone in the background or something. Like, mm, yeah, that wouldn't be there. And okay, like to harken back to an earlier—is that the right word? Harken back, yeah, to an earlier <laughs> movie discussed. Many people have pointed this out, but Emma Thompson eats out of like a Postmates container when it's supposed to be the seventies, and it's like, what? Huh? In Emma Thompson. Oh, sorry. Yeah, in Cruella. She eats out of like a Postmates container, like a takeaway container that you would see today yeah. that's meant to compost oh. in the limo in <laughs> Cruella. <laughs> but yeah. I thought that was just like an overt <laughs> Devil Wears Prada reference or something because it's like straight out of. She should have just been eating out of a bowl or something. It's like truly someone from Grubhub came and delivered Postmates (laughs) to Grubhub to Emma Thompson. Yeah. Well, don't even talk about the timeline of Cruella because she's like a punk rocker in 1963. (laughs) And it's like, what? I don't know. Cruella's kind of dumb, huh? 
Yeah, it's bad. Like, is the implication that Cruella is so fashion forward that she invented punk rock, like, in 1963 as a child? No. Because uh, uh, she's wearing punk rock clothing. Uh, yeah. Ten years before that would have been a thing. Yeah, she's a genius. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Should have been a, a guy. That would have been a movie, dude. <laughs> Cruella. I would have believed it if he uh, invented it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Are you watching the other movies? Um, yeah, I mean I watched like a lineup of Fourth of July movies. Which oh dude. Consisted of Independence Day, Dazed and Confused, and Stand By Me. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun like day and a half. Um the only one I hadn't seen before was Independence Day. I think it's a bad movie. You've <laughs> seen that. We watched it at I a have hotel. Not seen that. Okay, so I, this is exactly what I said. Okay. I remember seeing parts of this in a hotel, but I don't yes. think I saw all of it. That's fair. Yeah. It scared me a lot when the alien smacks the guy up against the glass and he's like, release me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this just feels like <laughs> yeah. alien came out and yeah. then they made like a stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Completely disagree. This is a great movie. Welcome to Earth. Um, yeah, that part's like there are fun parts for sure. Yeah, I thought it was amazing and hilarious when they decide to get married in the midst of everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> Will Smith and um, Vivica Fox uh, get married. What better time? Yeah. Huh. I. Um. I, it wasn't very good. Whatever. <laughs> I also have a thing where like. Bill Pullman, to me, is only his Spaceballs character, and I can't really get around that. <laughs> He's the president, isn't he? In this yeah. One? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And he just, he acts the exact same as he does in Spaceballs, <laughs> as he does in this. As Lone Star? Yeah. That's awesome, Carter. That's also yeah. in Space Aliens. And. Yeah? Speaking of second rates, I hold oh. my ground firmly that Bill Pullman is a second rate Michael Douglas. You say that about half of all actors. Yeah, Michael Douglas is the best, though. <laughs> We're forgetting. <laughs> it's so really good. fun when I'm scrolling through Letterboxd at 1130 at night and I come yeah. across a movie that you mentioned that I have no context for. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, the American president. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's what this looks like and is. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I disagree completely because Independence Day is a great movie. Hmm. Have you seen it since we watched it in hotel? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love 90s action movies, and there's no cure for it, Car. I'll just keep watching <laughs> them until I die. This doesn't even feel like action. This just feels like stupid nonsense. There's so I do like when they're in the salt flats or whatever. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just something about big budget, but not super CGI'd out. Just like alien invasion movie. I'm like, yeah. And then the dude flies the plane. I agree, but it just looks so stupid. Well, yeah. Aliens are dumb, dude. Okay. (laughs) You just don't get it. Speaking of dumb, stand by me. Come on. Like, Like, come on. I'm going to watch a bunch of kids. Whatever. Yeah, it was good. I liked that movie. Um, I also liked Days and Confused. Hmm. Leeches. Yep, exactly. Okay. Okay. Would you go, uh, would you at that age mm-hmm. travel a distance to poke a dead body with a stick? No. 
<laughs> even with a group of friends who you know will be your soulmates for all time because of the experiences you experienced in, during your experience? No, especially that kid with the glasses is super annoying. Okay. So I wouldn't want to. Was that Will Wheaton? I don't know. <laughs> okay. If it's Will Wheaton, I'm with you. I the one who completely. has the hard home life with the burned off ear. I, I swear that's all four of those children. I haven't seen Stand By Me in some time, so I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I think we watched it together as a family, and that was the last time Aww. I've seen it. Yeah. Do you like it more or less knowing it's a Stephen King adaptation? I kind of like it more. I like yeah. the idea of Stephen King doing both horror and like these weird, super heartfelt yeah. moments. I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's like, uh, I should watch that again. Yeah, it was like, and that was exactly the vibe. It was just like America movies. That was like one of them. Stand by me is not what I would reach for in that situation. It was like summer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Learning about ourselves and yeah, how cool sure. life is. Sure. Vomiting everywhere. Vomiting, getting leeches on your dingus, and then going, oh your no, dingus. there's a leech on my dingus. Jumping from trains. Yep. 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 Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Or whatever. Is that what yeah. they do? No. Lollipop, lollipop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, lollipop. Which can only remind oh. me of Big Fish. Ba-dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Everything reminds me of Big Fish. Car, what did you think of Days and Confused, the prequel to Big Fish? <laughs> I'd, I've seen it, like, within the last year. So it was all very oh. familiar. I think I enjoyed it more this time because I knew... I think the only other Linklaters I'd seen were the before series. So this was just sort of a shock to the system because like... School of Rock, dude. Oh, that's true. But I don't know if I even knew that that was yeah, right. Linklater at the time that I watched Days and Confused. Like, it's just right. so, so different. Um, but it's like a, just a total vibes movie. And everyone in it is so fun to see. Parker Posey is incredible in this Always. movie as just like a crazy pre-sorority lady. It's yeah, there's a lot of really fun stuff happening. It seems good. Yeah. And that's film. Happy yeah. America Day car. Thanks. You too. Did you go see fireworks? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. They were making sounds while I was trying to listen to Daisy or watch Jason Daisy and confused. What are they stupid? Yeah, I know. It's movie watching time. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a time when everybody has to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so we can watch movies. I agree. What time and movie will that be for next week, Car? Well, I just made a huge old pivot. Oh, my gosh. Mm, based on a uh, previous conversation we had in the last 10 minutes. Hmm. Fatal Attraction. Oh, of course. Starring Bill yeah. Pullman. Everyone's no. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no. You keep okay, sure. This is this is totally you pulling something out of your pocket that you want me to watch. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, I want to watch. I love this. No, movie. I know, but you've mentioned yeah. numerous times that I should have seen Fatal Attraction by now. Yeah, Mom um, will be happy. Mom will be overjoyed that you're watching Fatal Attraction. Okay, that's why I watch all movies is so that mother <laughs> is happy. Mother is satisfied. <laughs> yeah, not the belts, mummy. Mummy, mummy. My choice is Time Cop. What the heck is that? Starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as a time-traveling <laughs> policeman from 1994. Often considered Jean-Claude's uh, best work. Time cop. Turn back the clock in even... your history. Oh, it's one word. 
episodes are coming up. I've never seen a JCVD before. <laughs> well, you're about to. Okay, I'm down. Okay. I don't know. I'm into it. And I saw a scene from the end and it blew my mind with how <laughs> amazing the CGI was. So I'm really excited to watch it. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm down. Can I ask one more question while I have you here? Huh. What's the movie mm-hmm. where they're in like a cyber world that we watched as kids? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Spy Kids 3D. No. Hmm. They're in a cyber world. You're going to have to give me just a little bit more information here, Car. It looked like, I don't think it was Tron, Cyber world. but had that vibe. You're not talking about Reboot. Am I? That was a TV show. Oh, let me see. Where here. everybody has blue skin. Nope, that's nope, not it. Nope, nope, nope. But it's a movie? Okay. Um, yep, I think so. And they're in Cyber World. <laughs> yeah, like I think some of the scenes are outside. There, there are a lot of scenes outside the Cyber World. And it feels like it's taking place in the summertime. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're going into like office buildings and stuff. And then they go into the cyber world. You can think on it and let me (laughs) know. No, I have to sit here silently and think about what you've just said. Oh, existence, dude. No. Spy Kids 3D takes place in the summertime and it has a cyber world. Are you sure it's not Spy I'm Kids paused. 3D? It feels like it was an adult movie. Existence, dude. I don't know what Existence is. Uh, it's a Jude Law movie directed by David Cronenberg where they work for a video game company, except the video games are evil and they go into the cyber world and the video games try to kill them. Or do they? I gotta watch some more David Cronenbergs. That's on like the... Yeah. general to do for the next year or so. I don't think I've seen any of his movies. <gasps> I don't like body horror, as we've covered before. Oh, that's true. Well, Car, I'll go figure out what Cyber World movie you're thinking of. And Thank then you. I we'll, appreciate we'll you. We'll meet back here after Pillows turns a year old and it can Whoa, start to birthday. move happy of its own birthday. accord. <laughs> Someday it'll be 10 and it'll be rambunctious and annoying. Let me play ball!